Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Lead Her Ship podcast. I'm Brittany Howard, a mama of six and top leader of a multi-million dollar team, and I love to talk about leadership topics that maximize our impact in our homes, relationships, and in the marketplace as we endeavor to juggle all of our responsibilities well. This podcast is for Christian mamas who either are leaders in network marketing or who aspire to be. I have coached a lot of people to the six-figure level and beyond, and I'm going to share with you here what I share with my team that has helped us build this business with a long-term focus in mind and have very meaningful relationships throughout the journey. We're going to dive into the emotions and thoughts that come with building a business. We're going to deal with relationship dynamics that come with leading a team, especially when your team happens to be your actual friends. We're going to discuss ways to help your team catch the bigger vision with you and how to coach them to success. And we're going to do it all through a biblical lens. I know I say it all the time, y'all, but this business is 80% mindset. It's only 20% skill set. And when you have the right mindset in place, the skill set often takes care of itself. So it is time for another mindset episode. It is time. But before we do, I would like you to meet the toddler of leadership, toddlers, teenagers, and a team. Say hi. Hi. Tell them your name. That's Maui. Molly says hi. A mom's podcast. A mom's podcast. So that is Molly, my two-year-old. And if you want to hear more from Molly, I mean, I can't really say I blame you, but you can follow along on Instagram where Molly often makes appearances in my stories saying and doing the funniest two-year-old things. But today, y'all, we must talk about mindset. And not just any mindset, but a winner's mindset. Because I heard a quote this morning that just hit. And here's the quote. Winners are focused on winning. And losers are focused on winners. I'm about to say this one more again and louder for those of you in the back. Winners are focused on winning and losers are focused on winners. So we just got back from our company leaders retreat, which was a cruise. And of course, it was fantastic. Very high energy. It never ceases to amaze me how the company will just go all out on these events. They will spare no expense to make every single hardworking ambassador feel appreciated and seen and valued. And although we get to experience so many fun things together on these trips, my hands down favorite part of any company trip is always the face-to-face conversations that I get to have with other leaders in the company. And I've been on a lot of these company trips I'd say probably an average of uh, maybe two or three per year for the last like eight years or so. And at this point, here's what I've realized that I can predict with pretty high accuracy who is going to be in a different place in their business next year around the same time and the ones who will still feel stuck or worse, they'll quit. 
between now and the next company trip. And what is so fascinating to me is that it never has anything to do with what they're doing that makes the difference and everything to do with what they are thinking. And I think that the reason that that is so fascinating to me is because I have struggled with every negative thought that a person can struggle with in this business, and I have had to overcome. And I can tell the difference between the people who will overcome challenges in their business and move forward and go on to be very successful between the ones who won't. And what you think and believe, it is a choice. And I am living proof of that, which is why I feel so passionate about this one topic. This topic of mindset is the very thing that has empowered me to design a life that I love, even though I was against odds. I I, the, I was not a likely candidate for success. I can tell you that. When I started this, I had much emotional baggage. I also did not have the personality that one would think you would need to have to be successful at this. I didn't come into this with a lot of influence. I didn't come into this with a large network. As a matter of fact, I've always been a stay-at-home mom. And as a stay-at-home mom who is an introvert, I just didn't know many people at all. And so I didn't come into this with quick success, and I did go on to become very successful, but it wasn't without a lot of struggle. So the biggest thing that I have had to work on throughout my entire journey is hands down my mindset and what I'm thinking and believing, and it's something that I continue to work on to this day, and I probably always will. And I have found that the more I do that, the more effective I am at being able to help other people do that. I did not come into this business with a rock-solid mindset. The mindset, the passion, the belief that you hear coming from me today It has been worked for. It has been developed. It has been fought for. And I just want you to know that you can do the same thing. Now, on this particular company trip, I was asked to speak on behalf of Star Diamonds in our company. And I got to share the stage with another Star Diamond, Jessica Heffley, which was a huge honor because she's somebody that I greatly respect and look up to. But we were asked to speak on behalf of the top earners in the company, Star Diamonds. And a Star Diamond is not somebody who has just hit the top rank in the company. It's somebody who is developing leaders and helping others earn six figures and beyond and has shown a pattern of being able to help others be successful. And as someone with a proven track record that shows that I know how to help others become successful in this business, I want to tell you where I start with that. I always start with their mindset. 
because I know that the mindset is either going to propel someone to success greater than what they could have even conceived of for themselves, or it's going to bring them to a screeching halt and keep them from reaching their potential. And it has absolutely nothing to do with talent because I have seen very talented people waste their potential because they got hung up with something in their mind that was limiting them and holding them back from reaching their potential. It has nothing to do with the way that they look. It has nothing to do with even their intelligence level, nothing to do with any of those things and everything to do with what they think and what they believe. So I'm always trying to understand what's going on in their mind. And as a leader and a coach, I want to try to help them manage what's going on in their mind. So I'll start with their vision and their why. And I want to really truly understand what does this person want so that I can speak to them in their language and help them get what they want. And I don't assume that what I want is the same thing as what they want. And I don't assume that what motivates me is the same thing that's going to motivate them. So I ask a lot of questions and I listen because I want to hear their heart and I want to hear what's going on in their mind. And I want to know what do they want. And then after I know what they want, then I can ask them questions to figure out what might hold them back from being able to have what they want or achieve what they want. I want to identify any limiting beliefs about our products, about themselves, about this business or this company, any limiting beliefs that they might have that would keep them from reaching their potential or from getting what it is they truly want, I want to help them tackle that. I want to help them identify it. I want to help them re- just be aware of it and then be able to replace those limiting beliefs with the truth that will propel them forward so that they can reach their potential and so that they can have what they want. And since I did not come into this business with a winner's mindset myself, I have had to apply myself to learning what a winner's mindset even is and how to adopt that for myself. And I feel so strongly about the power of that because I see the results it's brought in my own life and in my own business that I cannot help but feel a fire inside of me when I see uh, somebody, especially on my team, that has so much potential that is believing something that is not even true and it is literally robbing them of tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars that they could use to make an impact on their family or on their communities and everyone around them if they were to just mind their mind and think about what they're thinking about. Replace lies with the truth. And I think that journaling is actually a fantastic way for you to mind your mind and think about what you're thinking about. Anytime 
you start feeling a negative emotion that you don't really understand why you keep feeling that way or how to get rid of it, how to change it, I think you need to stop and journal about it. If you're feeling anxiety, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling left out, if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling like you're not good enough, whatever it is that you are feeling that is not how you want to feel, go journal about it. And don't judge what you're writing. Just go brain dump and just let it all out. A lot of times when you put pen to paper, you will become more self-aware and you'll be able to identify the thoughts that you are thinking and believing and even dwelling on that are causing you to behave the way you're behaving and therefore bringing you the results you're currently getting. So I am a big believer in the effectiveness of journaling. I think 15 minutes a day is a very healthy habit to have. It will help you become more self-aware. And self-awareness is actually one of the top 10 traits that the highest paid CEOs in America have in common. Self-awareness. So definitely a great quality to have. And sometimes awareness is all that is needed to fix the problem. Because as soon as I become aware of what the thought is that I'm thinking and believing, that is enough for me to change it. But if I'm not aware, then I'm just going to keep on with the same patterns and I'm not going to make any changes, right? But let's talk about what a winning mindset even looks like. Because here's what I find. Everyone wants to be a winner, right? Have you ever met somebody who declared that they don't mind being a loser? Everybody wants to win, but not everyone has a winning mindset. And here is what I find that makes a winner a winner. Focus on process, hard work, and ownership. Those three things separate winners from losers. I'm going to say that again. Here's what makes a winner a winner. They are focused on their own processes, not other people's processes, their own processes, and not just the result, but their processes. They are willing to work hard, sometimes very hard. They're not addicted to comfortable. They are willing to get out there, scratch their knees, get banged up and bruised up, look bad in order to get good, practice, practice, practice. They're willing to work hard and they take complete ownership. They're not blaming people around them. They are not waiting on somebody to rescue them or even show them the way. They are not blaming their circumstances. They're not making excuses. They take ownership because they know that in order to win, they are the ones who have to make it happen, not anybody around them. And here is what losers do. They cater to their feelings. And I'm going to elaborate on what I mean by that. They cater to their feelings and what that actually looks like in practical terms. But earlier I said that I can predict with pretty good accuracy at this point which leaders are going to be in a different place by the next company trip that I see them on and which leaders are going to either be stuck or they won't even be on the next company trip because they're going to quit. I can predict that with accuracy. You know what else I can predict? 
I can predict with accuracy how quickly someone will be able to overcome obstacles. And obstacles are not just a part of business. They're part of life. Obstacles are part of parenting your kids. Obstacles are part of having a good marriage. They are definitely also a part of growing a successful business. And I can predict with accuracy how quickly someone will be able to overcome obstacles by simply looking at to what extent they are ruled by their feelings. And I'm not saying that I'm looking at how big their feelings are, because listen, I got big feelings. Y'all probably can hear some of them right now. What you're hearing is feelings, okay? But what I'm saying is I'm not looking at how big someone's emotions are. I'm looking at how ruled they are by their emotions. To what extent are you controlled or led by your emotions? For people who allow themselves to be led by how they feel, they are definitely limiting the amount of influence that they will have. And listen, it may or may not limit what you're able to actually achieve, because I've seen some big achievers that have very limited influence. But if you value impact and you value long-term success, then you should care about your influence. And I am not saying that emotions are bad because God gave us emotions. And emotions are a very good thing because they're indicators. Emotions can show us what we really value. And sometimes they can produce energy to take certain action. And they're just indicators on what the need is in the moment or what you value. So emotions are not bad, but you don't want to be driven by your emotions. Emotions are great indicators, not good drivers at all. So you don't want to be driven by your emotions. And as a parent, I also think it's really important that you don't allow your children to be driven or ruled by their emotions either. And if you want to be the type of leader who can help others reach their potential, then you don't want to let your team be ruled or driven by their feelings either. If you want to be successful, and if you want your team to be successful, then you and they must learn to be driven by your vision, not just your feelings. And you know what the biggest mindset hurdle that we have to overcome in this business is? It's comparison. Let me go back to this quote. Winners are focused on winning. Losers are focused on winners. It's comparison. And I see it all the time in this industry. I have struggled with it many times myself, but I especially see it come out when I'm on a company trip. Imagine being in a race where you are sprinting to the finish line. And if you are running 
as hard and fast as you can. And your only goal is make it to the finish line and get there as quickly as I possibly can. Then when you get to the finish line and Even if you didn't win the race, maybe you didn't come in first. Maybe you came in second or third. If your only goal was get to the finish line as hard and fast as I can, then you will complete that race with your confidence still intact because you know that you did your best. But um, contrast that to being in this race and trying to get to the finish line as hard and fast as you can, but then suddenly you start looking to the left or the right to see who's behind you or see who is ahead of you. The moment you lose your focus and you stop focusing on your own process and you start comparing yourself to others around you, it slows you down. It slows you down. And then when you do cross the finish line, you feel less confident if you did not win. Comparison. It slows us down. It robs us of joy. Yet it is the number one thing that I see people in this industry struggle with as they are building this business. And it is overcomable. And we have to overcome it intentionally and maybe even regularly because here is what we know. Winners focus on winning and losers focus on winners. So we want to develop a winner's mindset. And that means that we have to overcome this issue of comparison. It's so easy to do in this business, right? When somebody passes you in rank, especially if they joined after you did, or noticing that your sidelines team seems to be growing faster than yours is, or maybe your upline is producing more business builders than you are, or whatever the case may be, I know that the times that I have been the most successful and growing the fastest in my business are the times where I have put my head down and been focused on what it takes to win. And the times that I have felt unmotivated or insecure were times when I was comparing myself to the winners. So I will be the first to admit to you that I have been on both sides of this And I would love to say that I've had a winner's mindset more than I've had a loser's mindset, but that is just flat out not true. There are so many times where I have had to overcome a loser's mindset. And does that make me a loser? No. Am I calling you a loser? No. But I am going to objectively point out for you today the difference between a winner's mindset and a loser's mindset. And that's what I'm going to call them, winners and losers, just for simplicity's sake, because it's way easier to say than extremely successful and not extremely successful. So that's what we're going with, winners, losers. All right, a winner does whatever it takes to win, even if it's not what they want to do, even if they don't feel like doing that, even if it makes them uncomfortable. A loser 
is constantly wondering what the winners are doing. A loser constantly wants to be around the winners, but is not actually willing to do what it takes to be a winner. A winner is focused on getting new customers. A loser is focused on how many joins everybody is getting. A winner is focused on creating new business builders. A loser is focused on how many new business builders the people around them are creating. Someone with a loser's mindset hates it when winners are winning. They are jealous of it. They personalize it as in they think, I will never be good enough or I could never do that. They personalize it. Somebody with a winner's mindset, they don't hate other winners for winning. When they don't win in that instance, they learn from the setbacks and they don't personalize it. So someone with a winning mindset, when they have a setback, they're going to take it as feedback and they're going to get better from it. But a loser is going to get bitter. And if you find yourself lacking gratitude, then chances are you're probably bitter. Winners are obsessed with doing what it takes to win, and losers make excuses for why they aren't winning. Winners let their wins speak for themselves. Losers need constant validation from others. And I just want to add that if you are depending on other people to make you feel like you are worth something, you are really slowing down your growth and you're going to have a hard time reaching your potential because you are choosing to let other people decide what your potential is. Winners feel included because they are confident in what value they're bringing to the table. Losers are constantly worried about being left out. And for someone with a winner's mindset, if there ever comes a time where they don't feel included, instead of complaining about it or taking it personal, they just go and create a place where they do feel included. And notice I said they go create it. They don't wait for it. They don't wait to be included. They go create a place where they feel included. So if you are constantly worried about being left out or even being left behind, you are focused on winners instead of winning. Winners actually get annoyed When people complain about feeling left out, they think, go do what it takes to be a winner and you won't ever have to worry about that. But losers get hurt because the winners won't slow down and pay attention to them, cater to their feelings because they're focused on winning. And I think that when we find ourselves in a place where we're feeling left out or feeling alone or hurt because We don't feel like we get to sit at the winner's table or we get to be included amongst the winners. Who are we actually focused on? Are we focused on how we can add value to the people around us? Or are we focused on how we want people to add value to us? The truth is, 
when we are in that state of mind, we are very much focused on ourselves. And that is not how winners think. When somebody is truly focused on engaging in the process that is going to make them a winner, and that is really where their focus is, and they're taking full ownership of their processes and their results, what actually happens is that people are drawn to them. They don't really have to try to make themselves feel included because they naturally will draw people to them because everybody wants to be around somebody who is winning. But somebody who is winning is not actively out there looking to try to include themselves because they're focused on doing what it takes to win. They're not looking to the left and to the right to figure out what everybody around them is doing or who's about to pass them, et cetera, et cetera. So that comparison, it robs you big time. It robs you of joy and it robs you of winning. Here are some examples of comparison thoughts. Is someone getting closer? Is someone passing me? Is someone working harder? Is someone better than me? That one hits, right? How often do we compare our content? We look around and we think, oh, she's creating better content than I am, or she's a better leader than I am, or she's coaching her people better than I am, or she looks better than I do, or she's a better wife or a better mother, or she has a better team than I do, or she is a better friend than I am, or people enjoy her company more than they enjoy mine. Or is someone going to take my place? Did you know that you can't change any of those things by focusing on them? You cannot change whether somebody is in front or ahead of you by focusing on them. The only way that you can change that is by focusing on your own process. Winners are focused on their process. Losers sit there being confused. Winners take responsibility. Losers blame others or they blame their circumstances and they make excuses. Winners are surrounded by winners and losers feel alone because they have a victim mindset. Winners rely on hard work. Losers rely on talent. And you know what's really interesting to me about that is that practice, if you do it enough, it actually appears exactly like talent. But winners know that it's not their talent that's going to make them a winner. It's their hard work. And you know what else? We have a tendency to measure ourselves and how well we're doing by comparing ourselves to others. But reality is the only major performance metric that exists is how we see ourselves. How you see yourself is the number one determining factor about what you are going to accomplish in your life, no matter what area of life we're talking about. Because the number one success indicator is the belief that it can be done. 
And so what, how you see yourself as a mother, it's going to determine your success as a mother, how you see yourself as a wife, how you see yourself as a leader, how you see yourself as a business owner or an entrepreneur, how you see yourself should be your only major performance metric. So why do we spend so much time comparing ourselves to people around us? Winners are made better by competition. Losers are made bitter by competition. There is absolutely no room for jealousy if you want to be a winner. So quit complaining and just get to work on your own processes and doing what it takes to win. Winners are focused on being better than they were yesterday. So they are in a growth mindset. But losers are focused on being better than others, which slows you down for the positive and the negative. Because if you are comparing yourself to others and your metric is, oh, I'm not doing as good as someone else, it can slow you down. It can halt your action. It can make you feel insecure, take your confidence away. But if you're comparing yourself to people behind you, it can also slow you down because you're thinking, oh, I'm doing so much better than most. I'm going to let my foot off the gas. Again, it's comparison robbing you of your full potential. That comparison can cause you to settle for good when what you actually could be is great. And here is a big one, y'all. Winners are focused on the process. Losers are focused only on the results. Do winners want results? 100%. That's why winners do what they do. But they understand that the results come through a process that is uncomfortable. And they're just flat out willing to be uncomfortable in order to win, in order to get the result that they want. And just in case you didn't catch that, I'm going to let Molly tell you one more time. Winners focus on winners. Winners focus on winners. That's right, Molly. If winners are focused on winning, then what do you need to be focused on to win? What does your daily agenda need to look like? What do your daily processes need to be? That is what you need to be focused on. So was this helpful to you today? If it was, would you do me a huge favor and leave me a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? And it also means the world to me when you guys shout me out on social media and tag me. Your feedback is so valuable and so encouraging to me. Thanks so much for hanging out with me this week, guys. See y'all next week.